Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is Leon Van Dyke from the Brothers. And Leon is going to give us his thoughts about what's going on in the city of Albany with the police department. So, Leon, what's your take on everything that's happening? Okay. Um, well, from, um, most of the things that, that I know is what I've seen on TV and the radio like everyone else. But I mm-hmm. am somewhat, I'm somewhat concerned. Uh, uh, concerned about how the police are handling the protesters. And uh, uh, so I'm very much concerned about that. And Mm -hmm. it it seems... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Leon. I'm listening. I'm very much concerned about that, uh, about the right to protest, which uh, this, this seems to me that the um, excuse that the Albany police are given about their uh, uh, arresting of the protesters and the attacking of them uh, is not plausible. Uh, and, uh, and they're making it very difficult for the protesters to protest. And I, I, I think that we have to, at the very least, we, the general public, we have to uh, support the right of the protesters to protest. And they, because what they're protesting about is about the way the police are handling the various different uh, shootings that mm-hmm. has taken place in the past few years. I mean, it's outrageous. So... Uh, now- You've been out of the country, you were out of the country for a number of years, and when you came back and you started listening to the news, are you alarmed by the amount of violence there is against young black men in this country? It is outrageous, absolutely outrageous, and it's, it's, and, and it's, it's getting worse. It's not getting 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 better with the shooting of this young girl, sixteen year old girl, the other day, right, right. after the conviction uh, of, uh, of 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 the uh, uh, Chauvin's uh, trial. Uh, right, it shows that our, our police, the police in in this country, is out of control. And which makes even matters worse. Uh, I I believe when you look at the disproportionate number of black and brown people shooting, that the issue which people, a lot of people are saying, is that it's training. I don't believe it's training. You know, if it was, then it wouldn't be a disproportion of, pe- of young blacks being males being killed uh, more than than whites, that, that that those same police officers act in a different manner uh, when they're in suburban communities. So mm-hmm. it's not training. They know what they know what they can get away with. They know how to act when they're the police know how to 
when they're in the white police. It's the same white, white, white policemen at the pool uh, that the suburban police recruit from and the pool the city police are from the same pool. They act, they, they, they know that they can act with impunity in the black community. So you have that issue. I think another issue is the elephant that's, that, that is sitting in a room that nobody really wants to talk about. And that's the racism that, that is in, that's in the society, but is endemic in the police departments across the world. Now, why do I say that? A few years ago, the FBI made a report of the Klan infiltrating the police department. This is about 10 years ago, and it was almost, uh, it, was, it was said, the FBI made this, this study, made this report. It was said about the, 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 uh, the Klan and white supremacist groups recruiting in police departments across the country. And then it was set up. It, it, was, it was denied by, roundly by police departments, liberal police, quote, unquote, and conservative. Oh, no, that's not true. Well, the study at the study showed that that is true. To ignore that, and to know that that may be a factor, what what we're seeing played out now, uh, it's not it's not trying to deal with the problem. It's not trying to, so so I think that we definitely have to look at that more closely. But but needless to say, whether the Klan or not, the action of our police, they're acting like. Uh, a Gestapo uh, in the black community, the black and brown community. And we, the police chief, the police chief in the city of Albany is black. What Mm -hmm. do you say to the fact that the um, demonstrators have had tear gas thrown at them. What's your opinion? Well, you know, uh, we used to say in 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 the sixties when it used to say about black. That's important about diversity. It's important that people who are police have people. The police have people who also look like them. But that's not necessarily that alone will determine that you'll get fair policing. Uh, uh, on the streets, we used to say that the color is not black or white when you wear that uniform. Uh, it, it's not just the color of your skin that makes a factor. It's how you behave. And too many times we get um, uh, policemen who look like us, but don't act like us. Mm, wow. And, and, so, and that, has to be, that has to be taken into account. Too often people get in these positions regardless of the color, 
and they still don't act like this. And we, the people, uh, have also have to demand that we're the taxpayers. We're the ones that pay their salaries. Uh, we're the ones that 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 provide the wherewithal so the police department can 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 operate. And we mm-hmm. we you know so uh, uh, they work for us, not the other way around. Uh, and I I think we're all responsible for their behaviors. The chief of police is responsible for the people in this department. But even more so, this kind of behavior that we're exhibiting, uh, that is being exhibited um, by attacking, I mean, it's outrageous here, this, uh, what I saw on TV, you know, uh, snatching the bullhorn out of this young woman's hand. That's mm-hmm. inappropriate behavior. And this guy should, at the very least, been suspended. So reprimanded for doing that, but instead, 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 they tried to blame. The, they try to blame the protesters. We can't allow that. We just simply mm-hmm. cannot not allow. Particularly, particularly, is the Common Council votes on the police budget. Now, if they can't control the police. And they're the ones that devise the, the wherewithal for the police to operate. Then we really have a problem. What kind of country do we have where the police dictate to the politicians what they will obey or won't obey? I mean, right now we're seeing. I was watching the TV uh, about the police releasing uh, um, the their body cameras. And the police are saying to the to the commentator, to the uh, to the politicians whether they will release or not. Who works for who in this? Hmm. You know, now you were you were active with the brothers in in the sixties and early seventies, right? Yeah. Okay. And, you and the eighties and the nineties. So go ahead. It so, wasn't brother's friend, but but go ahead. I, I'm sorry. Day, back in the day when you were with the brothers, was there controversies over how the the police interacted with? Uh, I mean, you you and other you know activists. How did the police treat? The activists and the protesters back in back in those days. Uh, the issues are the same, Cynthia. The police acted the same way back then. Then it appears to me that's what's going on. The same issues. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 there's there's difference. There's difference. Uh, you know, but. Uh, they acted the same way. The uh, but during the height of the civil rights movement, they realized we took them on. You can't, you know. Uh, 
the, the we pick it in. We I I, I recall it. we had a sit in at the police station in Albany. We it wasn't picking. We sat in at the police station. So they had to be challenged. They they they, they always gonna have it. They had to they they had to be challenged, and that's why I support I support the protesters uh, that are sitting that that are down there at the police station now. With that right, if we if we can't establish that we have the right to demonstrate uh, uh, and 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 willing. Um, to uh, do whatever is necessary to protect that right, then mm-hmm. we lost the battle. But no, they, mm-hmm. we we had we had we had uh, uh, police shootings. Uh, uh, the Albany police at that time was notorious, notorious for beating up blacks, but in part. Uh, in doing, in, 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 in fact, when you you're familiar with the Kerner report, uh, and we had some in 1960 between 1966 and 1969, each year we had approximately 60 or 70 riots. People went out in protest and. Um, uh, because of, in the current report, did this report about the police and said it was because of, 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 of police abuse that, that these riots and poverty, that these riots exist. So we had this that. This happened in Albany? This happened, happened in throughout the country. It happened throughout the okay. country. Okay. The riots happened. There, there were. I mean, when you think about, it, there were sixty-seven riots in every major city across the country, almost. Wow. Uh, the the uh, it didn't happen in Albany, and they did an editorial about this because the brothers went out in the streets and 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 helped to put down or helped to help to um, uh, keep the. Uh, uh, the, the riots from breaking out, and it was a big editorial about it. Of that, this didn't happen. It was in the Times Union. This was maybe I don't know, sixty, yeah, sixty-seven, maybe I think it uh, during that time. But no, you had okay. you had police totally out of control, and they've gotten to me. They've gotten even more out of control than they did. In the sixties and the fifties. Okay, what 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 do you say about the argument? Some people say that the uh, demonstrators are, you know, spoiled brats who have nothing else to do except cause trouble. What do you say about that? Well, my friend John Lewis, uh, he would say there's good trouble that they're causing, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one, when the police, you, you know, they, one of the things is with, with the, with, with the police department is that every day, uh, according to the FBI annual report, a civilian is killed, 
three civilians are killed every day in this country. Wow. By police, you know, every day or every. Almost 40%, 40% of those people that are killed are black and brown people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What that, okay. that says to me, okay. the police are out of control. And, okay. you know, and then when you say, just allow me to finish this point. It was that's what, is that the police are out of control. At the drop of the hat, when they they have an issue with civilians, they go for the gun. Now that's approximately the statistics show fifteen hundred people are killed every year in this country by their police force. You know how many are killed in England? Three. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and all throughout Europe, it's like the number of deaths is like one five uh, percent of the kinds of killings uh, that that takes place between the police and the civilians. So our our police and and that needs to be looked at. Is is that so? What that says to me now, in terms of unarmed people that's being killed, that rises to about four or five times the amount of people that are killed. The unarmed people that are killed by uh, by the police are black and brown, and it's almost five times as much. So what that says, so when people say they're spoiled brats. No, that's more brats. They're patriots. These are the people who who go out and protest about uh, or demonstrate about about what took place with George Floyd. With how do you shoot a sixteen-year-old girl with a knife? Let's say that's this is a crude reporting, and it may not be true. <laughs> how do you shoot? Is that the only way you can disarm a sixteen-year-old girl? By shooting them four times, you got a mm. baton. What's your baton about? You got you got a taser. What's that about? And if you know, so if that's the only way that you can uh, disarm someone, it's not just training. I mean, I can imagine. Could you imagine if that same girl, white, blonde head, and blue eyes? That she would have been shot four times because she had an altercation, a fight. I mean, mm. what, what, I mean, it it just doesn't smell. So people have a right, not just a right to protest, but should protest against something like that. We should protest. We, you know, the the whatever the number is of people protesting, say. Say it was a uh, a million. It should have been twenty million. The streets should have been filled <laughs> with people outraged at what took place. That's mm-hmm. what would happen if let a policeman kill, uh, uh, you know, a a white person, right? 
who is a people or a decent person in society. Mm-hmm. This place would go, just, you know, you'd have protests all over it. The policemen would be immediately suspended, not given what they call administrative leave. Yeah, you know, right. that's another term for vacation without vacation with pay. <laughs> the fuck is that? Excuse my language. Uh, but so yeah, that I I think that those people uh, uh, who say that the uh, the demonstrators are small, it's just the opposite. You know. Okay, Russell's got a question for you. Well, actually, yeah, I have okay. a comment. Hey, um, hi, hi, Leon. It was great talking with you last night. Yeah, same uh, here, buddy. We, we had a situation right here in Cynthia's building. The guy across the street, or the guy across the hall, uh, he he was he had some mental problems, and he was loud now and then. But the police came in his his apartment, and they tased him in his own apartment. And they said he had a weapon. The weapon he had was a cuticle pusher, which is, if you know what that is, it's not really a weapon. It's something right. you use yeah. for your fingernails. Right, I know. And yeah. they, tased, they tased him in his own apartment. How can you do that? How can you be so insensitive to someone and such bullies? Because you mentioned yeah. that, you know, they've got other weapons. They've got tasers and billy clubs and those and that's true. They could use those, but they shouldn't even use those. There, there that, are nonviolent right. methods. There are nonviolent methods of dealing with people and and de de-escalation rather than police usually escalate the situation rather than make it de-escalated and, and calm people down. They're they're not very good at it. Yeah, and they don't feel that they have to. And the regulations and the laws that we make just like qualified immunity. That gives them a license. That gives them a license to do what the hell they want. I know. You know it's you, you know, that 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 uh, uh, the fact that one of the laws that says if a policeman is charged with something, you can't even the DA can't even question him and give him five days or three days to get his lie together. That's what it's about. And we can change that. The kinds of people that we 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 have to make sure that the kinds of people that we elected insist upon that. These need you know, to be issues in the, in the current races, the common council and the mayoral race. These ought to be some of the main issues. That's right, and, and because they are, we are the ones. The police and the benevolence are the ones that go to the common council every year asking for money at the common council so there's a responsibility upon the common council you know it's the responsibility of the common council to ask these questions you know mm-hmm. to make demands they're the ones that, that the common council and the mayor are the ones who signed the contract with, with, and some of the conditions of the contract with these police departments is outrageous that's why they act the way they do. And we must put a check on that. You know, and it's not just training. They're trained good enough 
But they know they better not come out here in Gillen and do that bullshit. Excuse my friend. You guys going to edit it, so. Uh, (laughs) They know better than that. You know, they know that if they stop a citizen, you know, uh, a citizen car out here in, in the suburbs, they know that they have to act civil, and they do. But when they stop a car in the inner city or in the city for some sort of infraction, the first thing they do is pull out their goddamn gun. You look at George Floyd. What's the first thing they do? They, they come up to a car for a, a supposedly $20 counterfeit bill. Right. We still don't even know if it was a counterfeit bill. Just because the clerk says it's a counterfeit bill, that doesn't make it a counterfeit bill. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, we Leon, still, we, we, yeah. we just have a couple of minutes left, and I would like to like right. you to tell the audience, you know, that you're back in town and you're still alive and kicking and, and moving and shaking. So tell us yeah. a little bit about you, what you've been up to since you've been back. Uh, well, I've been doing a monthly right now. I've been doing a, a a monthly roundtable discussion with Community Radio on the struggle continues, and it's and it's uh, with me and two three other veterans of the civil rights movement talking about it there and now. Very happy about uh-huh. that. That's uh-huh. uh, that's one thing. I did have a a try to a weekly show called The Liberator that was named after. Uh-huh. But I, my health, I realized that I, I just couldn't maintain that. But okay. two things is coming up, which I'm really excited about. United Tenants has asked me if I would testify uh, to before the Common Council. Uh, I think it's uh, next week about uh, changing the eviction laws, and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm doing that. And I'm I'm seriously thinking. Oh no, I don't want to intrude where I'm not welcome. But I'm thinking about joining the uh, the, the uh, demonstrators at the police station downtown. Uh, I'll probably uh, go there for about uh, for about an hour to help permitting. But I want to join. I want to join join there to emphasize their right to demonstrate. Uh, and I'm, I'm asking all of my friends uh, who would like to join me there to, to, and to support these young people that are out there demonstrating and letting the police Leon, and the mayor, huh? Go ahead. Our, our time is up, you know, and I'm sure that you and I will have other discussions about you know, the police department in Albany. Uh, so you've yeah. been listening to Leon Van Dyke, the leader of the brothers back in the 60s. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. And if you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Leon, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank Have you. a great day. Thank you, Leon. Thank you. Um...
Are you guys still there? 